This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Federal Cloud Service Providers will now face more scrutiny on the cyber front. Members of Congress set a deadline for DHS to tell them how the agency's cyber recruitment efforts are going. And a major defense contract award is unsurprisingly facing a bid protest. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. There are new cyber requirements for cloud service providers. The Federal Risk Authorization Management Program, or FedRAMP, is requiring contractors providing cloud services to track vulnerabilities against the catalog of known exploited vulnerabilities managed by the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. FedRAMP says this new requirement is to ensure cloud service providers are meeting the goals outlined by CISA in its binding operational directive from November. CISA's catalog now includes 489 known cyber vulnerabilities, but vendors only need to track the ones that matter to their cloud services. Congress wants an update on how one agency is addressing cyber talent shortages. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Omnibus Spending Agreement requires the Department of Homeland Security to brief lawmakers within 60 days on its efforts to meet cybersecurity hiring goals. DHS identified more than 2,000 cybersecurity vacancies across the department last year. The agency started a hiring sprint that closed some of the gap. It also launched the new cyber talent management system in the fall. Lawmakers want to know whether that system has been effective so far in helping DHS fill IT jobs. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. No surprise, DOD is facing a protest of its $11 billion IT contract award. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. It would have been just too easy for the Defense Information Systems Agency to make an $11 billion award for the Defense Enclave Services Program without having to survive a protest. General Dynamics IT, the only other vendor besides the eventual winner Lidos to reach the final round, filed a complaint with the Government Accountability Office on March 10th. GDIT is challenging DIS's conduct of discussions, technical evaluation, price evaluation, past performance evaluation, and the resulting trade-off decision. GAO has until June 20th to make a decision on the protest. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Top Democrats on the House Oversight and Reform Committee are calling for a closer look at the Postal Service's plans for a new vehicle fleet. Committee members want the USPS Inspector General to investigate whether the agency's plans to buy mostly gas-powered vehicles as part of its next-generation fleet contract meets requirements under the National Environmental Policy Act. USPS expects electric vehicles will make up at least 10% of its new fleet, but is open to buying more if Congress appropriates money for the project. The Air Force is getting more money than it bargained for to continue the development of the Advanced Battle Management System this year. The ABMS is a critical part of the Defense Department's effort to converge data and weapons across multiple domains. The Omnibus package gives the Air Force $269 million for the program. That's $65 million more than the budget request. A commander in the Navy Reserves faces bribery charges involving special visas for Afghan nationals. The Justice Department says Jeremy Pittman of Florida took thousands of dollars in exchange for falsely verifying letters of recommendation for Afghan citizens who applied to the State Department for special immigrant visas. He's charged with accepting bribes and committing visa fraud. If convicted, he faces up to 20 years in prison. 
Military service members are not getting assessed properly for alcohol abuse. Federal News Network Scott Massioni explains. Military clinics and hospitals are failing to perform proper intake screenings for alcohol misuse. The Defense Department Inspector General surveyed 270 service members and found 104 did not have intake assessments for alcohol use disorder. 98 were diagnosed but did not receive treatment in a timely fashion, and three never even received treatment. The report says those missteps could be costly to the health of troops. The report says heavy drinking is a prevalent issue in the military. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. VA looks to do more with fewer outpatient facilities as it rethinks real estate needs. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The VA is looking to reduce the total number of outpatient facilities that serve veterans, but says the relocation and expansion of facilities and services will increase veterans' overall access to VA care. That's just one takeaway from VA's recommendations for the Asset and Infrastructure Review, or Air Commission. The release of these recommendations kicks off a year-long process that ends with President Joe Biden either approving or rejecting plans to reshape VA's footprint in 2023. Biden last week announced that he expects to nominate eight members to the Air Commission. The nominations require Senate confirmation. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. Senior career feds looking for intensive professional development can now apply to the White House Leadership Development Program. The year-long program for GS-15 career employees and equivalent civil service employees places fellows outside their home agency to develop the skill sets and networks to address cross-agency challenges and to build community. Fellows spend about 80% of their time with on-the-job training and about 20% of their time in leadership development. Employees can nominate themselves by April 15th or be nominated by an agency until May 16th. And the annual FOIA rewards are in. The Department of Justice announced the accolades during an event to kick off Sunshine Week on Monday. FOIA teams from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the Veterans Health Administration, and the Food and Nutrition Service were among those saluted for exceptional service. The Federal Bureau of Prisons, the Department of the Navy, U.S. Cyber Command, and Indian Affairs were also recognized. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or van pool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.